and welcome to the post-game episode of Cowboys Takeover. Uh, it's not quite yet over, but uh, it's over. So let's bring <laughs> in uh, co-host, Mr. Mr. Aaron James. Mr. Aaron James, how did you feel about today's game? I know when we first were on earlier, that first drive, right, they didn't look great. Dak got sacked three times. You know, by the time we got off, I think we're feeling pretty confident at 17 to three. Uh, and then it just kept avalanching from there. Um, what, what were your, what were your big thing? when you're looking at today's game, you try to break it down. What, what impressed you most uh, with this pretty much dominant performance uh, over an LA Rams team? Who's looked pretty good this season. Yeah. I mean, it's not, we shouldn't knock the Rams team. They, they gave the 49ers a run for their money. Uh, same for the Eagles. Um, so we we come in hey, fresh off a of bye week, albeit, but I would say, you know, I probably rate this coming off a of bye week a nine out of ten type of performance, um, just because I mean I think ten out of ten is is too biased. Um, so you know, nine out of ten in all phases of the game, we dominated. Um, Mike McCarthy did say coming into this game that penalties was a priority. And I think that showed for the most part, aside from that Cavante uh, Turpin uh, run back for a touchdown, which we, we've been waiting like so long for him for a, to run a house call that it was kind of bummer to, to see that take place. But, you know, in a, in a situation like this, you know, it, it is what it is, um, you know, but, the, you know, that if we're going up against the good, the, the top five teams in the NFL, 10 teams, they're going to make you pay for things like that. And especially if you're in closer games. Yeah. Um, but I would say the the coaching and, you know, finally, you know, Dak Prescott has a four touchdown game uh, that was for the most part pretty clean. Uh, he did clean. have a tipped in tipped uh, pass for interception, but you can't really, um, you know, harp on those so much. No, and outside that first drive, they protected him really well. Um, you know, this is the type of performance I've been waiting for. Um, mm -hmm. And I don't want to say that he's going to do this every week because I don't. He definitely isn't. But you know, he's got that capability, and you know, it really feels like the last few weeks, uh, last two games that we've played, uh, McCarthy's opened it up some. You know, it's 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 a different Dak out there. It's a more confident Dak. Um, he just he looks like he's making decisions better. I. You know, it just it doesn't seem like he's as you know gung ho. Let's make sure we get a run game going. You know, it's he's starting to go back to what um, a little bit. You know, maybe he's maybe talk with Dak and Dak feels comfortable throwing it more um, and getting in that rhythm. And it's he's going back to more of a you know throwing offense. Which hey, listen, that's you know Dak really does well on that. You know, for the most part, he makes good decisions. Um, and you're going to need Dak to win to win the Super Bowl. He's got to be the guy if this is going to be a team that goes. And man, did he do what we wanted him to do today? You know, got the ball to CD, and CD made big plays after big play. You know, his biggest game of the season, two touchdowns. Cooks got involved. You know, he's getting everybody involved. You know, Ferguson had four catches and a tutter. You know, they just played a very, very good game. And uh, Pollard, after the first few carries, seemed to pick it up as well. You know, seem to get some more, you know, running lanes, you know, get his yards per carry up. So, you know, I was very solid, very happy with the offensive performance today. Um, and that defense really showed up. 
You know, I got a little nervous there when they scored coming, you know, going in the half and then coming right out of half. Um, you know, but then McCarthy and that offense really picked it up and, and did what they needed to do. Yeah, that's that's what I wanted to kind of um, uh, talk about when it comes to situational play calling. Go uh, coming out of the second half, Rams go down this to score. We have a what was it fourth and one situation, and I was kind of to me I was like I was calling for a field goal because I was right there with you. <laughs> I hate to say it because it you know in hindsight it, it turned out well. But I was calling for a field goal because if you don't, if you do not convert that fourth and short, um, you give even more momentum to the Rams. Not even momentum and field position. Yeah, that was a huge. That was a huge play, and I, and I go, I'm going to let you finish. I apologize, but that was something I, when I've said, I'm like, man, this is this is a big decision here, and this is a something we've seen him do a lot. Pass up. You know, I'm gonna say hundred because you know, fifty plus yard field goal is um, you know, it's not a gimme, even though he crushed a fifty-eight earlier. Um, <laughs> but that's big just passing that up. I was very shocked. Yeah, uh, but then that drive, uh, I believe it was that drive that was a nine minute drive in the third quarter that really took the the air out of the room, I would say, from all the confidence remaining for the Rams, and you kind of just see it. Uh, go downhill from there. So, uh, you know, gutsy play call, aggressive McCarthy. He's shown and proven that he's going to make the aggressive decision um, uh, going forward. So I think that that's what we can expect. Um, even when you have, you know, things going well as as well as they were for us today, I, I still think you got to be careful and be still be decisive on on, you know, momentum and whatnot. Um, and it was interesting because the, you know, this season I was trying to think even in the, that chargers game, if we've ever, I don't think the argument has ever been, you know, plus points and back. Uh, so I thought going into this game, we might, you know, could be one of those games where we find ourselves in a position where maybe the Rams go up two scores and then, you know, we have a, a you know, an adversity built character building type of win, but you know, it turned out to be another dominant win. Nothing wrong with that. I'm not going to complain. It. I'll, I'll take that every time. Uh, but you know, for for what it's worth, we should also praise the defense for holding on to those wins and to holding on to those leads. I should say. Yeah. So we should we should have the confidence going forward that um, you know once we get up to three scores plus, um, we can expect our defense to kind of you know take care of business. Uh, Parsons will continue to be aggressive. Uh, what did he have? Um, how many sacks? Let's see. He had a, he had one today. Okay, and he had a very close second strip one, but that was called incomplete um, in in the first half. Uh, you know, Deron Bland, crazy good game. Uh, shout out to CD Lamb, uh, twelve catches, one hundred and fifty eight receiving yards, two touchdowns. Uh, Cooks with the long touchdown, 49 yards total. Uh, you know, Gallup had a very quiet day. Um, but this is, you know, going into the season that this is a, a lot of what I expected where uh, you got CD with the most catches, followed by Brandon Cooks with a productive game. And then, you know, Ferguson with his four catches for 47 yards. 
I'm 100% happy. You know, if that's how each game looks, I'm okay. Because to me, yeah. if you're feeding CD the ball, I'm happy with it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just to touch on that, on that going for it on fourth down, you know, because because it was still – you're still at a point there where it was still only a two-possession game. You know, you were only up 16 at that point. Um, you know, but you did – you know, they did get it. And I think, like you said, it, it helped help that drive because it added another four minutes of possession. Uh, getting that that for first down and you know getting it inside, getting it real close, not being able to put it in, but getting the uh, a much easier makeable field goal uh, there was you know help because then it puts you up three scores and it really put the game out of reach there. I felt like yeah. that was the the play. Um, now while it does, you know, looking back, I, I think doing that in the long run, you know, isn't the best thing. I just don't like it because I want to see, you know, especially when your guy just hit a 58 yarder earlier fit, you know, 54 is within his range, 54 yarder to, you know, in today's NFL is a makeable, pretty makeable field goal. Uh, so I think taking the points there, you know, going down the road, cause I do think some of those better teams where we saw, you know, them do it last year against good defenses, good teams, it may not work out in the end, but today it did. So it's tough to really say that's terrible, but, you know, they look good. They did look good, you know, outside of the two drives to end the half and to begin the half. You know, they they really shut down a, a Rams team that's played very well. Uh, and like you said, that defense could have just got, you know, we're scoring all these points. We could just sit back and let them do it. But, you know, they really – when they needed to and the game got within that reach, they did start to, you know, step on the, the throat and not let them score and drive anymore. So you got to be happy all around with, with today's game. Yeah, I know coming in, you you uh, predicted either Cup or Nakua would have over 130 receiving yards. Boy, was I wrong. <laughs> I don't even know if they had 100 yards combined. They did not. Wow, 63 combined total yards for Nakua and Cup. Which is that, very shocking. Yeah, that's. I feel like that watching the game – that's more of our DBs than that is our D line. What do you think? Mm-hmm. Oh no, I agree because I felt like watching. I, Stafford had some time back. Mm-hmm. You know, there was time. There was plays where you know he had time, and the DBs were just. I felt like all over him. Even I remember, you know, early in the, in the first quarter, there was that play where we were looking. It was that third and long, I think, and Nakua hit the cross. But like even that, Bland was still there. You know, it took a, you know a great route and a great pass. You know, any mistake behind him, that's an interception. So I felt like the whole game, the you know, the DBs really uh, played a big part in shutting down those receivers. Because you knew, you know, coming out, uh, Cup, his last few games since he got back has just been on a tear. I, I did not see this coming. You know, and they targeted both uh, a quite quite a bit. Uh, Nakua had, you know, seven targets, only three catches. Cup had 10 targets, four catches, but only 21 yards. And he had a long of nine. So they, they did a very good job of not letting, you know, when they did get the ball, not letting, you know, making the quick tackle, not letting them get going because, you know, Cup is a guy that could do that. And, you know, we saw early in that first half where, you know, uh, Bland made that tackle. It could have been a big play for Cup, but they, you know, so even when they were catching the ball, they were getting tackled quick. So it was, it was a big game where we didn't get the sacks like I thought we were going to get, uh, but those mm-hmm. DBs held up big, which is, you know, to me, a great sign going in, uh, going in the next week where you have probably, um, a, you know, a better tandem, 
than what we just faced. You know, definitely a better tandem than what we just faced. Um, so it's good to see those DBs hold up a little bit. Yeah, I'm I'm there with you, and that speaks to you know. So their Rams third down conversion three out of thirteen. That's going to win you a lot of games. Only fourteen first downs. Uh, that's going to win you a lot of games. Um, and so we both had four penalties. Cowboys only surrender twenty one yards under those penalties, uh, which is a, a big improvement. I think um, you know our average uh, is probably close to you know eighty plus ninety plus yards a game um, as far as you know cost of yardage given through penalties. So that was good to see. And then we win the the time of possession, uh, 35 minutes to 24. And that's, you know, you would think it'd be more given the point differential, but because of the pick six, um, yeah. you know, that, that's going to give uh, more time to the opponent. So, man, just dominating performance. Great, great win um, against a really good team. Um, yeah, I would say maybe not a, Certainly not a tier one team, but in that maybe bubble tier two, upper tier three. Oh, a hundred percent. They're definitely, yeah, below end tier tier two, definitely high end tier three. You know, a team that could definitely cause some, you know, one of those uh playoff busters. You know, they're they're a team that's gonna probably be in there at the end, trying to maybe squeeze into that last wild card, um, you know, or knock some teams out. So they're definitely a solid team, you know. But this is this is exactly what you needed coming out of the bye. You know, knowing you're at home, you've won now 11 in a row at home uh, and, and going into going into next week. I think you needed this for Dak's confidence. You know, he completed a high percentage, 25 of 34 uh, or I'm sorry, 25 of 31. Um, so, you know, for 304 yards. So it definitely looked like a, a Dak that we've seen in the past. He definitely seems to be getting better now. You know, the things, you know, as worried as I was the first few weeks of the season, Watching these last two games, my biggest takeaway is Dak's really growing this season. And, you know, I don't know if it's, you know, just more McCarthy. You know, I really think McCarthy switched it up some. I don't think it's as much, you know, Dak. I think McCarthy went back to Dak and are starting to get comfortable with each other. And Dak's probably giving him, like, listen, we can't be doing. Uh, you'd hope so anyway, especially with the way he's la looked the last two weeks. Man, if Dak looks like this the rest of the season, you know, I'm sure it's not going to be, you know, just six incompletions to 300 yards a game, <laughs> you know. Yeah. But if he looks confident like this, getting the ball to his receivers, especially getting the ball to CD, you know, they're a dangerous team. So, you know, today's – I was very impressed. I think my biggest takeaway, I was just impressed with Dak. I was – this is the Dak we need if we want to go win a Super Bowl. You know, out of – you know, because I know the defense is going to be there. Defense is going to get his takeaways. They just looked – on another level tonight where, you know, this Rams team is look good against other teams, other solid teams. They just mm -hmm. could not really do much against Dallas and Dallas, you know, Dak just had his way today. Yeah, he did. Now with this game, you know, another dominant victory, the trading deadline comes up on the 31st. Um, I think given the performance and and where we are so far this year, I don't think this game revealed any, you know, any particular dire need where we need to give up draft draft capital or try to make another splash. But uh, it's always fun to speculate, and we we will likely hop on if a if a splash, you know, trade is made during the week. 
um, to, to share our thoughts. But there, there, I would say there are there were two this past week that were circulated in uh, the media and and these analysts, you know, of course, talking Cowboys and going to make a splash. Two names that circulated were Derrick Henry and Devontae Adams. Um, what, what would your thoughts be um, if, you know, if we really didn't sac- have to sacrifice too much to get one of these players on the team? Um, and so does, any, I, I, does, does any of the one cover the fully cover the gap, if not clear uh, in regards to Eagles 49ers comparison? To me, if I, I if I'm just looking strictly from the way we're set up as a team, I'm going Derrick Henry. You know, I don't think now I have heard a lot that the rumor with Henry now is is Baltimore is what I'm hearing. So it's going to be tough because there's going to be other teams that want um, Derrick Henry on their team. But if I had to look at the two, because I know because I know if I have Derrick Henry in the backfield, that's going to take a ton of pressure off of Dak. If you give him another weapon off as a receiver, I while it will help him, I think that puts a lot more pressure on him because when he has those bad games, it's, yo, you have Devontae Adams and CD Lamb. Why aren't <laughs> you looking better? Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying he would look bad, but I think with the way this lineup's built, if you could get Derrick Henry in there and move Pollard back to that pass catch in, because Derrick Henry is a beast, you know, unless he's completely lost it, which I, I just don't think happened. I think the Tennessee situation, I would say Derrick Henry. But to me, I don't know if I, you know, if those were the choices, I'm going Henry. But I still think they should look defensive side, look linebacker uh, if they can. If the big, if a big name linebacker comes up, but if not, I would 100, percent you know, at least make a call and see what it would take to get Henry. Yeah, I think that's an interesting point you make because, and I do think you're right because if you add Adams, it adds pressure to Dak to get get him the ball. But yeah. if you add if you add Henry, it helps Dak and relieves pressure on him because you're going to have a, a great pra- pass protector and a productive runner. Um, I mean, and he throws touchdowns too. You know, his kid's got like eight <laughs> touchdown passes in his career in the goal line. That's right. You got to go. You don't have to go that deep in the scouting report uh, to come up with that one. Absolutely. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, I think our our defense is you know is solid, and we even have some depth. Now, if we if we went out and made a se- a safe trade for a solid, you know, offensive lineman, um, you know, I would say that that's what I was going to go. Need some help there, yeah. Because I'm not sure what Smith can give you now at this point. You know, I may just speak with him and say, "Listen, we'll get your reps in practice, but I'm not playing you every game, and I'm not playing you every down. We got to get the other guys." You know, I, to me. You know, you don't want to bring them in week 17 or week 18, you know, 19, whatever playoffs. You don't want to bring them in not playing all year, but you got to find a way to reduce the snaps to get him off the field and keep him healthy for this season because we need him for the playoff push. And he's mm-hmm. been taken out of a few games, already missed games, taken out of games. Yeah, I think to me, if I'm looking at anything linebacker or, or you know, I'm okay with the offensive line, you know, it could be that could be the reason why they're not rushing as well this season because you're moving through a lot of combinations um you know but yeah if i'm not out of all the positions it's linebacker or if you can get an offensive lineman um but they're usually offensive linemen you don't see many of them traded mid-season especially your your top tier ones yeah that that's true and it's going to be you know an, an expensive trade and 
given the large contracts we're about to write the next 24 months, let's call it, um, we're going to need solid, productive first round picks. So I think it's that much more important to hold on to that draft capital. Um, I would say maybe a, a fifth, sixth or seventh um, would probably be on the table. But, you know, how, what does that really get you? Uh, maybe you you pull someone. Um, I don't know that. I don't know. I don't know if we are just going to be able to to offer what it takes um, to get that number one to your point. No, I agree. I, it's going. I think any of those players or anybody a difference maker, um, it'd probably have to be like an older guy, you know, sort of like a Bobby Wagner type of deal. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. and I'm not saying you know I know he's a name we've thrown out, but I feel like a player like that who's at the latter end of his career on a team that you know is like okay, well, you know, we'll let you go get it, try to go for a Super Bowl. So I think it'd be more of a player like that, um, you know, I know you know during our pregame podcast before the show. There, you know, the one commenter, uh, Zach, was talking. You know, he thinks Donald is going to stay a Ram his career. I think that's true. I don't think Donald moves. Um, so yeah. as much as I'd love to have him, I don't see it. Um, you know, but I think it right. I right now, I still don't think we're with the upper echelon teams. Um, but I think a move or two. If you had a Derrick Henry, who's a, is a game changer. Um, you know, he puts us right, right in that conversation. I think, you know, if you add a couple pieces here, or you know, not even a couple pieces, you add a, a solid player, a linebacker or offensive line, or if you go make a splash for a uh, Derrick Henry, who could get moved, um, you definitely put yourself back in the conversation. But after today, I'm not sure like the, after today, you know, I'm excited to see next week. I want to mm-hmm. see, you know, I, I get what happened against San Fran. Um, and then it seems like after they beat us, they've, you know, two in a row. <laughs> yeah. um, Eagles, I believe it's over. They 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 did win today and, and pretty, um, you know, okay, actually Washington made it close, but I doubt, yeah, it's pretty much over. Um, it is now over 38-31. So Washington, you know, Sam Howe threw for 397 against them with four tutters. You know, watching, you know, so they, they can be had. Um, I just, I'm excited. I think I'm going to reserve judgment to where I rank this Cowboys team until after next week. I want to see that because right okay. now they are, you know, five and two. You know, so it's okay. You're five and two. You lost to San Fran pretty big. You lost to Arizona. Rest of, you know, Chargers, you got squeaked by. You got a couple blowout wins. Uh, I want to see what next week brings because next week is a big matchup. You know, if you if you beat the Eagles, you know, you put yourself back in the driver's seat with both of you having some, you know, big games coming up and then playing each other one more time. Um, if they can, you know, if they could beat the Eagles next week, it's a, it's a big game. So I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to reserve judgment to where I rank them until uh, after next week's game. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that's, that's fair. Um, you know, I have there, there's going to be a lot of different key matchups for the game next week. Um, so I'm excited to kind of start picking it apart oh, and yeah. see where the um, difference makers are going to be. I'm um, just a lot to kind of comb through. Hope, you know, hopefully it's a more competitive game than what we saw uh, with the 49ers. I there's a lot of reasons <laughs> to believe so that it too. will that it will be. Um, so yeah, excited to to dive into that. And the good thing is, it's not like an eight eight o'clock game, so you ain't got to be watching tired. <laughs> we'll know 
by seven o'clock, it's going to be a good night or a bad night. Yeah. Um, and you know, so, so, you know, it was a great victory today. I don't think we could have asked for much more, um, you know, going through CD did what he, he needed. He, he had a big game. Dak looked great. You know, so it seemed to be turning that corner defense when you're getting sacks and taking away the ball and getting safeties, you know, they, they won all phases of the, the game today. So that's, uh, that's why they won. Uh, and then, so, you know, we'll be back on Thursday night to, to discuss the Eagles and, and go through that matchup. Uh, one we're excited for one that we've had circled uh, on the calendars all season because we are in the Philadelphia area. Um, so I'm sure there'll be a lot of talk this week um, going back and forth, um, but it's also just a big matchup. You couldn't have asked for a bigger matchup. I, I think I expected us both to be six and six and one or, I don't know if they've had mm-hmm. a bye week seven and one, but I expected us to only have one loss going in. But still, we're still in the thick of things, and this matchup could really, uh, I think, could change the minds of you know not only Cowboys fans, but I think all the pundits. If if Dallas goes out there next week and and has themselves a day, um, but we'll break that down. And again, like Mister Aaron James said, discuss the matchups, go through the game plan, um, you know, and then because us we're in the area, we know the deficiencies. And so we'll be back Thursday night um, to discuss that. And we're just excited. Five and two, baby. Five and two. Got ourself in a good position. Um, so give us give us a follow on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook. And subscribe to our YouTube page, All Cowboys Takeover Podcast. You can check us out on all of them. We do live stream uh, on Facebook and YouTube. So if you guys uh, you know, ever want to check us out, that's where we are. We really appreciate you guys. Thank you for listening. Thank you for following. Thank you for listening on Spotify as well. Um, We appreciate you guys. Go Cowboys. We will be back Thursday night. We'll let a time drop. We'll uh, post post it up a little early so you guys all know exactly what time we'll be out. We appreciate you guys. For another episode of Cowboys Takeover, Mr. Aaron James, I'm Jason Kent. Thank you. We love you. Have a great rest of your Sunday.